I believe that if you're willing to listen to what I'm going to share with you today and apply it to your life, it has the power to radically change your life for the better. Now, I know that feels like a pretty big claim, but here's why I can say it, because I've lived it and I've watched many other people live it. In a nutshell, it's getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I'm going to tell you three big reasons you need to do this and one huge consequential suffer if you don't. Here we go. Hey, I'm Amy Barge, your personal growth environment specialist, and my passion is to help you go from living by default, doing without thinking, to living by design, by growing on purpose. Now, if you're wondering, okay, what does that look like really? I'm here to be your tour guide, because as someone who has survived the three big Ds, death of my parents, a painful divorce, and being downsized from two different jobs, I've discovered some insanely practical tips that have helped to keep the gremlin of fear and doubt from taking up rental space on my mental couch. I don't know the exact words your gremlin may be telling you, but I do know this. You're smarter than you think, and you're more resilient than you know. And you're absolutely in the right place if you're ready to give your mindset muscles a workout and get growing. Welcome to the Growing with Amy podcast. I still remember the day. It was in my seventh grade homeroom. Okay, that right there might be enough to make you feel uncomfortable because we can all remember how many awkward moments happen when we're at that age. I had just made cheerleader, and I was beyond excited that I would be getting to cheer for the boys' basketball team. I had my cool uniform with my black and white saddle Oxford shoes, and I was feeling fine. Somehow, my teacher, Mrs. Williamson, whose son Earl was on the team, found out I'd never been to a basketball game. And in front of the entire class, with a tone I can still remember, asked incredulously, you've never been to a basketball game? What I know now is that in that moment, I was the poster child for phase three on the success path for growth that says, I know what I don't know. Because instantly, I realized that I really didn't know anything about basketball, except that, well, it was played with a ball and you shot it into a basket. The other thing I knew in that moment was that I was embarrassed embarrassed and really uncomfortable on several levels, and clearly made an impression on me because I'm telling you about it decades later. The word I use to describe this phase is uncomfortable. When you really stop to think about it, most of us go out of our way to avoid being uncomfortable. We don't want to look like we don't know what we're doing or seem incompetent or stupid or even cause someone else to mess up because of our mistake. I mean, who goes around trying to find things to make themselves feel uncomfortable? Well, surprisingly, a lot of people who knew something that I really didn't for a long time. In fact, this is something I wish I'd known decades ago because it would have helped me enjoy more success and significance faster. So here it is plain and simple. All growth takes place outside of your comfort zone. Now, you've probably heard that, and maybe you've even seen the little graphic with those words in a small circle that's well outside the big circle that's labeled comfort zone. Now, growth happens when you realize that 
you know what you don't know, and there's a big gap you need to fill so that you do. Now, because I'm a visual learner, I like having a picture of something that reminds me of the phase of growth that I'm in. So for phase three, the picture I use is a bud, like the kind on a tree or a flower. Now, if you listen to last week's episode, you may remember that phase two, the picture was a sprout. So we're making progress. A bud is the what's next after the sprout. Now, if you've ever looked at a bud up close, you'll notice it's all tight and closed up. You can tell there's something in there, and we know that that's a signal that something more is coming. But in the bud phase, we really don't know exactly what is coming. And when we don't know exactly what that something more is going to be, that can cause us to feel unsettled, uncomfortable, maybe even a little out of control. And most of us don't like that feeling. How many times have you said or heard someone else say, oh, if I just knew what to expect, then I could relax? Well, one year I planted all of these zinnias from seeds. And when they were at the bud phase, I had no idea what color they were going to be. Now, I realize that's not a life and death thing to worry about, but it is a picture of how we know it's going to be a flower, but we don't know what color. And in this situation, you would think I was crazy if I said, you know, I am tired of waiting on these. I'm just going to dig them up and throw them away. It's taking way too long for them to bloom. I wouldn't do that. But in our lives, we do that all the time. When we're in the middle of some area of growth. And we even say things like, oh, this is too hard. This is taking too long. This probably isn't even worth it. This middle phase of growth is the one where it can be so easy to just throw in the towel. We're far from where we started, but we can't yet see the finish line. And the more uncomfortable we start to feel, the more we want to quit. When I first started my business nine years ago, I was pumped. I thought, this is going to be great. I've got this. What I didn't know at that point was that I was in phase one in the success path for growth, completely unaware. And I didn't know what I didn't know. Somewhere in years two and three, it really started to sink in and I became aware. And I was able to honestly say, oh, I know that I need to know. And then it was in years four, five, and even six, where I was smack in the middle of phase three and super uncomfortable. Because by that point, I realized what a journey it is to start and maintain your own business. And it felt like every step was uphill. There was no straight, easy line to the top. And I began to hear that, oh, by the way, the vast majority of businesses fail by year five. What I can tell you now as I begin year 10 is that I am so glad I did not throw in the towel in those middle years because if I had, I would have missed out on so many incredible experiences. And hey, I wouldn't be here doing this podcast right now. But let's bring this back to you and your life. My guess is that as you're listening to my story, oh, one of your own may be coming to mind. As awkward as it is to be uncomfortable, we all feel it. And here are three big reasons I believe you need to embrace this willingness to be uncomfortable because it will benefit you. 
See, when you're uncomfortable, number one, you are modeling for others that it's okay to not know it all, all the time. Think about it. Who would you rather learn from and hang around? The person who always looks like they have everything perfectly figured out and always has the answer? Or the one who demonstrates their willingness to say, you know, I don't know, but we can figure this out. Or here's what I've learned when I tried this thing that I'd never done before. If you have anyone that you're leading, I guarantee you, they are watching to see if you're learning and growing or not. And your actions are modeling, one way or the other, what you really think about the importance of trying something new so you can grow. People who see it's okay to try without being perfect, well, they're the ones that are more likely to get creative and take risks and make progress faster because they know you learn more from failing than from succeeding. But to do that, you've got to be okay with being uncomfortable. Reason number two is that when you're uncomfortable, you're developing your empathy muscle. So when you see someone else struggling through their own messy middle, you'll be able to extend more grace to them. Uh, uh, Yeah, more than Mrs. Williamson did to me. I remember this one time when I had been asked by my boss to run part of a meeting that was kind of a workshop thing. And instead of participating, he pointed out an error he thought I had made right at the beginning, and then proceeded to shuffle papers and never make eye contact with me for the rest of the meeting. I never forgot that. And it has made me want to lean in and be super attentive when someone is speaking in front of a group because I remember how awful it felt for him to behave that way. According to Good Therapy, an online association of mental health professionals, empathy is the ability to recognize and relate to other people's emotions and thoughts. From a mental health perspective, those who have high levels of empathy are more likely to function well in society, reporting larger social circles and more satisfying relationships. So there you go. You being okay with being uncomfortable helps you respond better when other people are uncomfortable. And reason number three is that when you're uncomfortable, you are opening yourself to living into your full potential. What I mean by this is that unless you're willing to stretch yourself, you won't even know what you're capable of doing. So think of a rubber band. When it's just limp on a table, it really isn't performing what it's designed to do. Only when it's stretched is it able to hold things together. That's how we are as people. Unless we're stretched to see how we can perform and to what level, uh, we're just kind of like the limp rubber band. A space holder, but not a difference maker. And that's the tip of the iceberg on the huge consequence of not being willing to get uncomfortable and say, I know that I don't know. You will live a life of playing it safe. Think of it this way. Imagine you were growing crops on your 10-acre field and you were doing an amazing job. And every year you had this great harvest. And then one day you inherited a field that had 100 acres. To try to be fruitful in 100 acres, uh, that would take more of everything. But you worried and said, "Mm, I don't know how to do this. What if I don't do it right? What if I make a wrong decision about what to plan? What if I don't have the right machinery or the right number of people to help me harvest? Or a thousand other what-ifs that I don't? 
And because you're so uncomfortable, you only sowed seeds in 10 of those 100 acres because that's where you'd seen success and you knew you could do that. Okay, that's a hypothetical example. But guess what? Our lives aren't hypothetical and we only get one chance to plant our 100 acres. So yeah, we can play it safe, but when we do, we can miss out on so much. That is a huge, irreversible consequence. So here's some questions for you. What is your typical response when you start to feel uncomfortable? Do you run toward it or away from it? Do you see it as something to avoid at all costs or do you embrace it at all costs? My vote is lean toward it. And I say that because what I've lived and witnessed in others is that there is so much that's good on the other side of our messy middle. Brene Brown says it this way, we need to cultivate the courage to be uncomfortable and to teach the people around us how to accept discomfort as a part of growth. I wholeheartedly agree with her, and that's why I host this podcast about growth. Here's the thing. When we do lean into the discomfort and we keep taking action, it will eventually bring us to phase four in our growth process. And that's what I'll be talking about in next week's episode. I hope you'll join me. Now, this is where I typically have some kind of call to action. I'm nudging you for something new today that might make you feel uncomfortable. So, hey, you can look at this as a chance to practice with something really easy. Go to my Instagram account at Amy Barge Living Large and DM me the number 100 as a way of saying, uncomfortable as I might be, I want to grow on all 100 acres of my life. When you do that, I will send you a link for a free resource that will get you thinking about your thinking when it comes to why you may not be growing like you'd like to be. That's it for today. I hope that now that you realize it's okay to say, I know what I don't know, you'll be kinder to yourself than Mrs. Williamson was to me. Until next week, I'm uncomfortably yours, growing on purpose. Here's your great big woohoo for completing another episode of the Growing with Amy podcast. I want to encourage you, let something you heard nudge something you'll do. And until next time, remember, to be going somewhere, you've got to be growing somewhere. Bye for now.